Josh and I are back after a hiatus that wasn't planned. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you probably wondered where we've been and what we've been doing. And honestly, we've been both pretty busy and I've been gone and traveling a lot. And Josh has been working on some stuff that he's doing with video production and content for his own Uh, YouTube channel and all the things that's been going on. So we've been pretty busy. But while we've been gone the last handful of weeks, Josh and I talked about restructuring this podcast and coming up with some new ways of approaching our episodes. And we're really excited about it. And we're really hoping you guys will be too, um, because I think it's going to be really good. So one of the things that yeah, okay, that's right. We agree. We're we're yeah. in consensus on this. <laughs> One of the things that Josh and I have shared um many times so far in the podcast, and I guess I should say, welcome to season three. <laughs> <laughs> episode one or episode twenty-one, as I like to call it. Um, one of the things that you guys have heard Josh and I talk about quite a bit in the first 20 episodes that we've done is the importance of music in our lives, as well as the importance of learning and health and wellness and growth. And we really want this podcast to serve a few purposes. We want it to be educational. We want it to be fun. We want to introduce you to some things maybe you haven't seen before. We want it to be personal where you guys get to know us and you feel like you're at home in these conversations and we get to be real about who we are as people. And then we want to introduce you to some of our favorite people. And so we're still looking at wanting to bring on guests in the future. So one of the things that we're going to start doing is Josh and I are going to be sharing podcasts that we like. We like different styles of podcasts. So we're going to be sharing them with each other listening, sharing them with you, and talking about the aspects of those podcasts that we like. Some of those will be more serious and some will be fun. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to be sharing music with each other. So we're going to be going over the world of music and we'll be reviewing new music that comes out, the types and styles of music that Josh is into, and music that has um, made a mark in my life. One of my favorite memories growing up with my grandpa was that he used to sit in the living room and I shared this on an episode before and he would, my aunts and uncles would come in and he'd say like, play me what the kids are listening to these days. And they would listen to the music together and talk about it and talk about like the messages that were there or how the music was impacting. Mm-hmm. And then the the third way will be... um shaping this is by bringing on some guests. So podcasts will come out every other week and we're going to start by trying to keep them, you know, relatively short because we want them to be something that you can take in pretty quickly on a drive or um, whatnot. Some of them might go a little bit longer depending on the topic, but um, that's kind of what we're doing. I think how we structured this and like what we want this to be is a lot of what mom said, obviously we want it to be, you know, a mix of funny and a mix of more serious as what we were doing before. But like she said, we want to bring in some of the things that we enjoy most, which some of the things we enjoy most is listening to music and listening to podcasts and where we do listen to, you know, a lot of different podcasts. We always like to share with each other 
and get feedback. And I mm-hmm. feel like this is a cool way of like bringing you guys in, hearing your feedback. Like, what did you think about that podcast episode? Or how do you feel about that recent Gunna album or whoever? Um, so it's, it's different and I feel like it's unique. I don't mm-hmm. know a lot of people that are doing stuff like this. Um, obviously there's like reaction channels on YouTube where people react to videos or albums or stuff like this, but in podcast format, I feel like it's pretty unique. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think there's a lot of, um, parent kid podcasts or mom, son podcasts where people are, you know, where they're sharing these things that are impactful and that they're learning in their own lives with each other and then talking about the ways that those are having, you know, an impact on their life. So that's really cool. We're hoping that it will be something that everybody that listens to the podcast um, can take away something from it, whether it's just being introduced to maybe music you wouldn't otherwise listen to and the way that music impacts um society and ourselves and the way we relate and the emotional side of what music is, the creativity that goes into that, the poetry and all of that, or whether it's listening to these different people that are out there that we get inspired by um, in these podcasts and, you know, that we feel like we're learning so much from and that have been an integral part of our own personal growth and our growth with each other. And some of these really big, important topics that um, are out there. So yep. that's what we're hoping um, and we're excited for it. So we hope you guys are excited as well. So without further ado. Yes, that's what I was literally going to say. Yeah. yeah. So today we are, Jess and I listened to episode 702 of the Rich Roll podcast. And if you haven't listened to the Rich Roll podcast, I would highly suggest that you skedaddle over there after you listen to this podcast and you follow along and start taking a look at the episodes. I've mentioned Ritual before. I've talked to the kids a lot about him. Um, He uh, was an ultra endurance athlete, still is, struggled with addiction originally, was a lawyer, really amazing, but he brings on some incredible guests and he talks about everything from pop culture to medicine to um, nutrition and diet to meditation. Like he just covers the gamut of so much. So you can literally scroll through his episodes that go back years and years and years. And I guarantee you, you will find something that will interest you. And um, he'll introduce you to a lot of amazing um, talent and thought people and people that are shaping medicine and all that. And so One of this episode is with Dr. Gabor Mate, which I came across last April completely separate from each other. I didn't hear about him from Ritual's podcast. I came across him in a different way and was so impacted by his field of study and what he shares. And he's really a dynamic individual. He's a doctor. He's worked in the field of addiction for a very long time, but in all areas of medicine. He's written several incredible books. His most recent one is The Myth of Normal, which you'll hear mentioned if you listen to this ritual podcast. And what he's talking about in this episode that Josh and I listen to is the effect that trauma has on disease. And 
what's so incredible about the episode itself is that every one of us has gone through some level of trauma and he touches on that and he talks about the big T's and the little T's. So the big traumas, the big T's would be the things that we all can think of, you know, childhood sexual abuse or physical abuse, um, deep parent dying or yeah, parent dying, like these really huge traumatic events, which we all know are, are trauma and, you know, affect children in these amazing and incredible ways. But he talks about the little T's too, which is this idea that trauma isn't just, uh, you know, these large things we go through. Trauma can also be just not having your emotional needs met. You may have two parents there and they're just unavailable to meet your emotional needs. Or maybe you struggle with some hunger. Or he even talks about this idea of trauma being when we as a society suppress um, children at a young age and basically tell them that they can't be who they are. And we tell them to disregard who they are and their personalities. Um, they turn on themselves and there's a direct link and all the science is there between how when you turn on yourself, you're teaching your immune system to turn on you and how we as a society have the highest rates and it's ever climbing of disease and autoimmune issues and obesity issues. And as a society, we just continue to get sicker and sicker. And he talks about that being a toxic culture, which is more than just what we think of. It's legitimately a toxic culture where our cells and who we are um, from a cellular level and a biological level are not able to function and be healthy because they're subject to disease as a result of this toxic culture. And it's pretty incredible and fascinating. And yeah. so, yeah, just tell me what you thought about it. Well, I wanted to say before we get into it, I actually loaded up the the intro for the episode. Mm. And I wanted to play that real quick, just so you guys can get an idea of. Yeah, um, it's a good idea. Rich Roll's podcast, as well as this specific episode. So let's run that. Real yeah, quick. here we go. More and more people are getting sick, more addicted, more people are dying of overdoses. My guest today, returning for his second appearance on the show, is Dr. Gabor Mate. The problem in our society is there's very little that actually promotes healing, and there's very much that undermines it. He's an expert in a wide range of topics, but is most lauded for his work on the relationship between addiction and childhood development. This society loves you to be addicted, feeling inadequate, this path towards wholeness is not supported by the culture. In fact, it's undermined by it. Dr. Mate's latest and most ambitious book to date, The Myth of Normal, investigates the true causes of illness and the pathway to health and well-being. This addiction that I have is not a disease that I inherited, but it's my attempt to escape from pain. And the more I learn about that pain, the less I'll inflict those imprints on myself and on the people around me. So please hit that subscribe button. And here we go. Round two with Dr. Gabor Mate. Yeah. yeah. So even just watching that kind of gives me chills. Dr. Gabor Mate, you introduced me to him mm-hmm. a while back. I remember the first things I really heard or remember discussing about him with you was his work with uh, guided mushroom trips yeah psychedelic treatment Um, yeah yeah which i found fascinating i mean i've heard of guided you know psychedelic trips and 
other countries and stuff that I mean it's typically stuff that's a little a little more like spiritual and really sure. really you know yeah, yeah, deep. yeah but when you started telling me about him talking to me about some of that stuff I was interested so I I did a little bit of my own research mm-hmm. and started watching some of his videos looking into some of his work and he's incredible to say mm-hmm. the least I mean the work he does everything I've seen feedback wise from other people that you know have followed him and paid attention to his work it's all like feedback of like you've changed my life yeah everything that I knew before is like it's different now you know and it seems as if everything he's doing is just positive like he's looking to help people yeah so I don't think there's really anything bad to say about the guy I think that this episode in particular with Rich Roll was incredible as well there was so much that he talked about in regards to trauma that I had never even thought about or processed right. prior to listening to this. Um, yeah. I mean, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, yeah, he he's taking a stance. And of course, he has his detractors. He has people like anytime you, you know, you're going to put something out into society where you're going to question the status quo, which is what he's doing always. He's basically saying like, look, this culture, what we have set up here, the system that we have put in place, it's not here to help us. It's not here to heal us. It's not here to give us a healthy life. And so of course, anytime you you push up against a system, you're going to get some pushback, right? But ultimately, like he looks at like the psychedelic, the use of psychedelics and dealing with um, health from a truly medicinal standpoint. And he will work with people that have been given terminal diagnoses for disease. He will work with people that um, just cannot break through with addiction issues because he is so hard fast on the idea that addiction is a result of trauma. It's not like a biological, like it, we we're not genetically predispositioned to be addicted, but we live within a culture and a society that creates it. And we continue to pass that on through epigenetics. And that is the idea that what your parents experience then translates into you. And, and there, again, all of this is backed with science. So he's not coming up with things out of left field. What he talks about is that the statistics and the scientific studies are there. Um, we just don't pay attention to the evidence because it's counterculture. It goes against what we're doing as a culture and we're Mm -hmm. not putting the health of people as the primary goal as it should be. Right. So, um, yeah, you know, I think the thing for me, Josh, we were talking about this that I find so incredibly fascinating is anybody that's listened to this podcast knows that I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at 29. I also grew up in a pretty traumatic, um, environment as a kid. I grew up in a cult, highly, highly abusive. I experienced my own abuse within that from a physical standpoint, I experienced it from the side of them basically telling me that who I was as a person was unacceptable and that I had to fit a mold. I had to stop being who I was. I mean, and this is, we're talking four or five years old, like really young, right? 
And mm-hmm. otherwise I would be rejected and shunned. And I, I lived with that all the way going up through leaving the church at, you know, the age of 22 and or 21 and all of that shunning. All of that is trauma, right? And to then have been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease at the age of 29 and living with the progression of that disease since then till this day, it's been a constant journey of me trying to figure out why what and how do I manage it, right? Because I want to be around, I want to be healthy. And, you know, I've done a lot to change my food. I've done a lot to change my stress. I've done a lot to manage my life in a way to stay functioning for you guys so I could be the best mom I could be and to stay out of wheelchairs and to, you know, all of that. And I, I've had some success with that, but every year that I've had an MRI, my MS has progressed. It's never left. It's always been there. Mm-hmm. And the progression may have been small, but it was progressing. And there was always constant conversations about trying the next medication and what I should be doing with that. And Josh and I listened to this podcast. I'll share this with everybody. Um, over a week ago, we were supposed to film this and we Mm -hmm. listened to this podcast together, um, each of us. And then after that, I actually had an MRI. I haven't had one in two years. And my neurologist said like, let's get a scan and see where you're at. And the last two years have been arguably the hardest of my life. Uh, they've had me have to face a lot of trauma from when I was younger that I just ignored and thought I had dealt with on a intellectual level, but really hadn't dealt with within my own emotional landscape. Um, The way that had played out in our family as me being a mom and the type of mom that I was and my relationships with you and your sisters um, and how that played out in my marriage, as well as relationships with my family and friends. These were all things that I came to really realize I had to dig into and tackle. And so the last two years have been brutal. And it's, it, I've had to make choices that I scared me to death and that I didn't want to have to do, but that I knew was the right thing to do. And so I get my scan results back, um, just this last week and I've had absolutely no progression of MS and I'm 17 years in, which is unheard of in two years, nothing has changed with my MS and What's crazy for me to contemplate in that is that I had made all these changes that had helped me function, but my MS had always been progressing. And the thing that I hadn't done that I focused on this last two years is dealing with that childhood stuff and dealing with the suppression of me as a person and dealing with the acknowledgement of balancing my needs and also taking responsibility for the ways that I've hurt you guys and learning to grow as a person and, um, to see, finally, yes, to see, finally sorting through that trauma and that shame. Yeah. And to see that in the midst of stress, if anybody is unfamiliar, stress is the number one indicator of relapse for MS. So to see myself go through what was arguably and has been the most stressful two years of my life dealing with these very traumatic things and figuring out how to not let stress be the definer of my life, but also still pushing forward and not avoiding dealing with that stuff. And then to see that my MS is stable and didn't progress at all. 
it lines so much up with what he talked about. Like, I can't help but be like, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm one of the ones that, you know, he was talking about where he's seen people with MS completely have like no more symptoms, you know, like I yeah. am literally living right. that podcast. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy timing yes. too. The fact that we watched this a week ago and then you get those results back. Yeah. Um, I mean, it all just aligns with itself. It you know? does. I mean, everything he's talking about is exactly what you just experienced. Yeah, us. literally what I've been actually yeah, walking out in like real time. Yeah. 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 No, it's incredible. I mean, I obviously beyond that, there's so much in this podcast episode that we're not even going to no. be able to touch on or cover. And it's really just going to be up to you guys to go listen to this and take our word mm-hmm. for it. Um, but one of the things that was really fascinating to me is when he was talking about the the conditional love mm-hmm. versus the unconditional yep. love and how, you know, I, I remember him speaking on, you know, a child that was held more when they were mm-hmm. young and just nurtured and really like in the presence of their parent and loved unconditionally having, you know, zero sickness yeah. and zero like issues, yep. no trouble with addiction down the road or anything like that. But then the child that was, you know, not held as often mm-hmm. and not, you know, nurtured or shown that unconditional love having so many more problems ending up, you know, with sicknesses like cancer. He gave a couple specific examples as well. Um, But I found that so fascinating and it it makes sense. I mean, yeah, it does. Through the existence of humanity, you know, like children, I mean, he talked about if you look at like animals and stuff as well, like the ones that are really nurtured and loved by their their parent or their parents like being healthy and like free. And then the ones that don't have that love and that care ending up, you know, sick with disease and all sorts of other stuff. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah, no, he definitely, um, he makes the case for, and I have, I own several of the books and I haven't read them yet, but they've been on my long list to read he does an incredible job of like putting out his theory, but backing it with science and then talking about how we have all the evidence available to us. We just are really bad about paying attention to the evidence. Right. And that Mm -hmm. we know for a fact that, you know, these big T's and little T's as he calls them with trauma, have a profound impact on the imprint and the growth of human development and that you can address them. You can look at that. You can go back and address, you know, it takes work. And then that's where he's also talking about the use of psychedelics. When he talks about that is where somebody has hit a block and they literally can't get past that block to be able to remember, you know, what they've experienced and how that can get them through that so that they can address it. And um, yeah, it's just really phenomenal work. And I also really appreciate the fact that he's willing to call out our society, you know, our culture, 
and talk about how it's not set up. It's not here to promote health and wellness. It's not here to promote you being a whole healthy human. In fact, it's the opposite. Our culture is set up to addict you and to Mm -hmm. keep you sick and to put you through, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this, this, this constant thing that's going on, you know, that we're all caught up in. And how do we get out of that? How do we change that? How do we stop that cycle? You know, and um, it starts with awareness. It starts with sharing. It starts with having people say, hey, have you listened to this? You know, I know me getting to rich roll, shout out my friend, Kristen, who I just was chatting with um, yesterday, texting with her. Kristen said to me for, you know, two, three years, hey, you should listen to this podcast. I think you would really like it. You should listen to this podcast. And I kept saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I finally did. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like mind blown. So I think that's how we change it. That's how we make moves to see things be different is through awareness and sharing and talking and not being afraid, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, our family is no stranger to addiction issues and we're no stranger to trauma, lots of trauma, um, big and little. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I, the, you just showed me a trailer for Dr. Mate. Um, we'll link it in the description as well. Um, for what, what was the trailer uh, it's for, for a exactly? document it's for his a, movement? A, I'm or? sorry, a docu a documentary. That's the word. A documentary <laughs> that he did called "The Wisdom of Trauma." And the beauty of right. that is, and he makes the point of that in this episode. He talks about it. He talks about how the people that get healthy, um, and he doesn't say this to them because when they're going through it, you can't say to somebody like, "Oh, too bad you went through that." Like, it's it, there's a reason. Like, nobody likes that shit, right? We don't please don't tell me what I experienced as a child that there was a reason. Like, that's bullshit. But what he talks about, and I like this better, is he talks about the people that get healthy are the people that allow their trauma to become their teacher. And that's a choice that we Mm, all get to make. You might not have had a choice to have to walk through the trauma. That was done to you. Um, He says, and that's what he talks about. He talks about trauma. Trauma is not the event. Trauma is what the event does to you. It's, It's how you react to and manage the event or how you deal with the event. That's what the trauma is. And that can be addressed. You can't change what happened, but you can change how it is affecting you. And so he talks about that standpoint of like, when you let the trauma be your teacher, when you say like, okay, I experienced this and now I'm having these, this output, right? What is it trying to teach me about what I went through? How do I, how do I tap into who I am? How do I let myself heal from that? How do I, you know, it's, there is a difference between that because you're no longer subject to an event. You can't change the event that was beyond your control and it happened without your consent, whatever it is. But you can change how that event has affected you. That part of you, you still get to look into regardless of what age you are. And he talks about being in his 70s and seeing how things that he experienced as a child his parents, his grandparents died in Auschwitz, right? Or in the, in yeah. the Holocaust. Yeah, I mean, this, this man is 79 years old. 
He's he's Hungary. from uh yeah Budapest. Budapest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the Kingdom of Hungary. But yeah, his grandparents were killed in Auschwitz. You know, he went through a bunch yeah. of stuff growing up. Like his mom, I forgot some he'll of talk about it a little stuff, bit in this podcast. His mom gave him away to somebody for a while to save him. He talks about that trauma. Yeah, his his aunt disappeared never, during the yeah, war. Yeah, has no idea where she ended um, up. You know, his father, his father endured like intense uh, yeah. manual labor and like forced labor during the war. I mean, he was he was born in Europe during, you know, yep. the peak of the war, um, yeah. World War Two, which obviously most people know that was probably not mm-hmm. the best place to be during that time. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he went through a lot. Yeah, and he talks about that, like the trauma of the event can't change, but trauma is how it affects you. And that is what trauma truly is. And that you can still address no matter how old you are. And he talks about how sometimes even in his 70s, that will come to the surface, you know, that imprinting of what he went through as a child and how that will still surface. And so when you begin to investigate it and you begin to understand where it's coming from and why you're dealing with it, when it shows up, you have the ability to understand what it is and then to lessen its impact in your present day. And that's incredibly empowering. I know I said that to you, Josh, like, the idea that I can alter the course of my future by digging into my past and dealing with it and accepting it and recognizing it and putting my finger on it and like, why am I responding this way right now? Oh, that's because my dad left me when I was two years old. And so I'm highly sensitive to rejection and abandonment. And when I feel it, it makes me want to, you know, pull in or it makes me want to run for the hills or when I can begin to know how that's happening. And in a moment I can sense I'm feeling a certain way and say, okay, why are you feeling this way? What's going on? And not blame it on you or blame it on somebody else or blame it on the, whatever the experiences I am in. It's letting myself say, okay, what am I doing right now? Why am I feeling this way? What is my body trying to tell me about this experience? And recognize like, okay, I'm feeling lonely and then address it from that standpoint. It's an entirely different experience and it changes how I'm relating to life and it changes how I'm feeling. It changes my physical health. It changes my mental health, my spiritual health. Um, And it it makes Mm -hmm. me feel empowered. It doesn't make me feel like I'm a victim to this shit that happened when I was younger that I had no control over, you know, it makes me feel like I still have a say. Well, it all comes down to, yeah, it all, it all comes down. I mean, we have choices. You've told me this since I was young, everybody has choices. Right. And, you know, we don't like, like you said, we don't get to pick, you know, certain things that we go through when we're young or throughout life. Um, but we do get to choose how we react and process and what we take from those those things. So that's where you were saying, you know, allow trauma yes. to be your teacher. Um, and I, I think it was really fascinating when I was watching that trailer of his for the documentary where he was talking about, you know, people that are dealing with trauma 
teaching other people that are dealing with trauma and leading other people and being in charge, as well as seeing these people that are processing and dealing with their trauma in a healthy Mm -hmm. way, like just ending up being so much more Mm -hmm. loving and forgiving and just our world would be so much better if people were able to process through their trauma in a healthy manner. I mean, you just constantly have hurt people right. hurting other hurt people, and it's it's yep. it's a cycle, right? Um, you know, if you're able to take a step back, and it's hard, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, I, I'm gonna be learning for the rest of my life. I'll never have any of it all right, but even if you can just start to make steps towards processing through that trauma and allowing yourself space to um, forgive yourself, mm-hmm. forgive others, work through it in the ways that he's attempting yeah. to teach us, you're bound to live a healthier life yeah. in society and, and as a whole is hopefully going to get better. Yeah. This, there's so much yeah, there. I mean, we just, we can't even, we can't, we could go on for a long time, but we're trying to keep these, you know, bite-sized episodes. We want, we want you guys to be able to go listen and experience yes. what he's talking about yeah. for yourselves. This is more of a just a short recap of, you know, some of the yeah. things we pulled from it and hopefully maybe influence you to yeah, want to go check absolutely. it out yourself. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. And if you take the time to begin to dig in, it's amazing. I, I'll leave with this, like the power you have to change the way the things you've experienced that have been outside of your control affect you going forward, you absolutely have the power and the ability to do it. And it's not just even from an emotional standpoint. It literally can change your physical health, your physical body. You can you can turn disease around. You can reshape the way that you view the future and how you relate and the relationships that you have. Like you have so much more control over it than you realize. And the trauma doesn't change. The experience is not going to go away, but your ability to look at it and then allow it to teach you and then let that change going forward is the most incredible thing that we have going for us. Like, and if we can all grab onto that and not be afraid to have to face those hard things we've been through and not be afraid to have to call them out and recognize that every single one of us has experienced it. That's the thing that I think is so powerful. He's like, everybody has experienced trauma. It's, it doesn't have to be just the big T's and it's, you know, and it's not just the little T's. It's how it's impacted you and then the way that that then impacts the way you relate to others and relate to the future. And this is the key. This is what we have so much control over. And um, that's powerful. I mean, it makes me excited. It makes me realize that there's so much that we can do if we can grasp onto that idea and run with it. So, For sure. For sure. Well, I think that's yep, I think that's I think a wrap so. for this one then. Like we said at the beginning, I think this is kind of the the route we want to take with the podcast, mm-hmm. at least for the time being. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, 
we would love it if you guys yeah. want to rate the pod five stars helps us out if you're watching on youtube you know drop a like drop a comment and let us know what you think about this new kind of yeah. concept and structure for our podcast as well as if you have the time um yeah go listen to the other podcast and come back and let us know what you thought about it rich rolls yeah. podcast is amazing dr mate yeah. um incredible i would love to go do a guided shroom <laughs> yeah, trip with him at some it. point yeah. we, that would be super yeah. cool we talked about it um and if you if knows, you have a podcast anyways if there's something that you want to share like that's what this whole thing is supposed to be about it's about community and it's about sharing with each other the knowledge and the things that we're learning so Put it in the comments. Tell Josh and I what you're listening to and what you're into. If there's an episode you think we should listen to and do, we would be game for that. That would be amazing. We would love for people to interact with us that way. Definitely. And last but not least, again, if you're on YouTube, yeah, hit that subscribe button, please. Spread the word. Helps us out. But that's it. So we will catch you guys next week or actually in two yeah, weeks because we're going to do this every other week. And the next episode, we'll be reacting to a specific album yeah. that just came it's out recently. Good. And that'll be pretty interesting. Welcome so, back, everybody. Anyways, <laughs> love you guys. Appreciate you. Welcome back. And we'll Don't see you do later. It. Don't Peace. do stupid shit. Peace.